What's good? What's good? What's good? It's the one and only Lady Slav Avenue, and I am back with a quick drop uh, for you all. <clears throat> Today, I want to talk about show business, the show business, and what show business is. But before we really discuss show business, let me explain to you all what recently just happened. All right, recently um, there was a <laughs> a challenge that was put out called Dollar for Dollar Challenge. The Dollar for Dollar Challenge was sponsored, or I want to say sponsored, but it was basically promoted by CMG Enterprise, which is um, Yo Gotti's label, all right? He basically put out uh, a, a track with an open verse. He rapped a little bit, left, left an open part for you to do your part. He rapped a little bit more, did the chorus, blase, blase. Basically, it was supposed to be like a challenge. And if you got the hottest lines, if you got the hottest bars, you basically get on the song and you win a record deal with Yo Gotti. All right. Now, what did I say earlier when we first started? I said this episode, this table, I'm mean, not table up. This quick drop is about show business. See, a lot of times people get caught up on show. They get caught up on the entertainment part of it. And what I mean by the entertainment part of it, they they see certain things that they that are that they hear or be told, or they see certain things incredible. They see certain things happen and they see people get rich overnight. You see all kinds of stuff if you're not really paying attention. That sounds crazy, right? You see more things if you're not paying attention when it comes down to show business, okay? So, for example, in show business, there's a possibility where you, uh, you know, could just be hearing about this, this, uh, let's, let's, let's use YouTube for example. A couple years ago, it was a lot of YouTube artists breaking, you know, breaking into the into the into the industry, into the mainstream world, right? And the story was basically showing how a regular person, like the same old story, how it goes, a regular person started doing this particular thing, and then it just blew up from there, and just got it, you know, and just basically blew up overnight. Um, there was a, a singer, uh, I forgot her name, started with an N, but there was a singer that everybody was going, it was you know crazy about her about five years ago. Everybody was going crazy about her. She was from a YouTube reality thing that they had going on. It was like a vlog. She had a boyfriend. Um, her and the boyfriend ended up cheating on her. She ended up getting pregnant by somebody else and all the stuff like that. And that was her story. And she made a song. And the song got hot. And people was like, oh, now she's singing. And I kept telling the people, I was like, no, she's not now singing. She probably was already signed. And part of her development contract uh, part of her PR team was like, okay, we need to let people know who you are and get your name out there. So they set up a vlog for her. She was probably already an artist. They set up a vlog for her and promoted the vlog because they felt it was easy. That was part of her marketing strategy. That was part of her, you know, setup. So I, I was telling folks that back then. And I was like, hey, if you see things like this, um, don't get to a point and you start thinking like, oh man, you know, I can do that same form. I can start my YouTube channel. Your story is might not might not be the same thing. Because a lot of these people be already signed, okay? They already be signed. That's why their videos be looking crispy as hell. When they be doing their little vlogs and stuff like that, and you thinking that they getting rich or you know, they made a million dollars off of just sitting there and you staring at them, okay, you gotta wake the fuck up. Okay? It's called show business. The things that you see are just 5% of the things that that are, are, are transpiring to even for, for that to even happen. Okay? 
So, let's fast forward to now. Just recently, a rapper by the name of 10% won the Yo Gotti Challenge. Right? He spit the hottest lines, so-called. And he won the Yo Gotti Challenge. He got the record deal. They're going to do the song. Blase, 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 blase. Okay? Well, internet being the internet, did a little research. And they, you know, doing what they do. And I always say they, but we know it's probably just some, you know, teens, some tweens or something like that. Or some millennials basically just get online or generate whatever you want to call this new generation. They just get online and they just, you know, they're very attentive. They're online 24-7. You know what I'm saying? At school, they're online. Even when they sleep, they damn near online. Anyway, the point that I'm getting at, they found an old, old, old release back in 2020 of 10%. A song called 10% by 10%, which is the actual Yo Gotti challenge, the dollar for dollar song. So the song that he so-called won with is the song that he already had did and was already released. So now all of Twitter and, you know, the internet and everything like that is all in the uproar because they're like, oh, this, this, this cap, this, this bullshit, how the hell, you know, this song, blah, blah, blah. And I, I and all I'm saying to people is that you got to understand this is called show business. Now, it's plenty of things that happen in that way. So this right here is a mistake on the PR team. This right here falls on the PR team. This is their fault. That was supposed to make sure that was cleaned up. But I'm trying to let a lot of folks know anything that you see, any competitions that you see, any kind of overnight type of shit, any super magical things that you see going on. I am here to tell you 99% of it is scripted out and it's fake. Okay? These people are not just, they, ain't nobody finna just invest in nothing like that. They don't, you gotta understand, back in the days when, we was, you know, when it was all about CDs and stuff like that, that cost a lot. That put a lot of, that put a lot of businesses in a hole, so they had to figure out a way, alright, we gotta find a, a cheaper way of doing this, of getting this music distributed. You know, because we can't get the, the get back off this. We put all this money into this and we can't even get the get back into it. And imagine signing like a female artist or something like that. And, you know, her, her body's going to change if she get pregnant. So imagine, because sex sells, we already know that. So imagine signing somebody, you get them signed and they just live in their life. They take a little break and everything like that. And they come back and they're somebody totally different. You know, they look totally different. So now you got to figure out a way to, all right, I got to market this person. So, you know, the crowd would... would you know, we accept her again. All right, so this is what we do. You know, let's see if, if the crowd is going, if the audience is going to like you, like you you as a couple. You know what I'm saying? If they, let's give you a reality TV show and show the journey of you having your baby and all that stuff like that. So the point that I'm getting at is that everything that you see, 99% of it is scripted out. It's scripted out. I'm pretty sure with with uh, uh, 10%, they back in 2020, and we don't even know how long he probably was sitting on the damn, on, on, uh, on the label. You know what I'm saying? But it was probably his time to shine. Probably his time is up. You know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, now we finna, we finna put our, uh, you know, it's, it's your turn, basically. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these labels be having 55,000 fucking artists on them, on them. And if you're not ready or if they feel like you're not ready, they're not going to really, really put all that money into you. So they came up with a campaign. And this is just me assuming, you know, allegedly. They say, you know what? All right. So this is what we got to do. You own a label and everything like that, but we got to make you hot. So this is what we'll do. We'll create a challenge and we'll have everybody uh, do their thing and everything like that. And at the time, we'll make it seem like you the winner. You know, drop your, drop your song. You'll get popular because 
people be sitting there trying to figure out who you were because you won the, you know, 10% challenge. I mean, not 10% challenge. You won the dollar for dollar challenge. I mean, it sounds like a great plan. Now, if you really, really break that down, it's not that far-fetched. It's not that far-fetched. If you're trying to sell something, you got to come up with a marketing plan and you you know it's not it's not doing what you want to do or you want it to do bigger than what you want to do, you can come up with a strategy like that. So I, I when I when I somebody made the uh um made the post or initially on Instagram about what's been going on. And that's what made me, you know, come to come to the podcast. And I was like, you know what, let me let me let me talk about this. Because a lot of folks don't understand what really goes on. A lot of folks think that a lot of this stuff is literally you know, a lot of a lot of people think that people are blowing up overnight. And that's not the case. I mean, you, shit, you could take me, for example, you know, depending on which which route my career goes. But there's a possibility that I could run into the right label or run into the right people. And they, you know, they they, they swoon me and give me the, you know, tell me the the, the, the right, the right words to make me sit there and say, you know what? I and I end up signing or whatever. And they can completely rewrite my script and, and the people that don't know me going to think that I came this way overnight. Or let's say, let's say um, a lot of times a PR would know that, let's say they know that you, you're an artist, right? The PR knows that you can act. So a lot of times PR will put you in development and put you in a movie or put you in a TV show um, just to build up your repertoire, build up you know, build up your audience and see how people actually like you. And then they'll have you release your music to basically see if they can kind of piggyback off that. That's why you see a lot of, a lot of, um, actors, a lot of folks be all surprised that these people can sing, but I was like, okay, you got to understand that this is show business. This is entertainment. You know, just because somebody has a certain talent does not mean they can't do something, something else. You know what I'm saying? Um, look at look at uh, Joey Badass for example, one of one like one of my favorites as far as rapping. But now he's fucking he's one of, one of my fucking favorites as an actor. You know what I'm saying? So look at how that transition is. Now imagine if you've seen Joey Badass as the actor first. You know what I'm saying? You see him as the actor first, like dang this this, this dude pretty serious, and then he releases a song. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times people will take that format. Sometimes uh, uh, you can take for BMF. Look at Lil Zane. Lil Zane was already a, a known artist back in back in the '90s when I was growing up. All the ladies loved Lil Zane. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then he, you know, got into some, I guess, some label issues or whatnot, uh, and his career took a turn. But now he's back and he's acting. Now keep in mind, this this brother. I, I done kept up with his career to a certain extent because my ex-wife actually uh, was um, a banker at the at the bank that he actually used to attend. I mean, that he, that he had an account at. You know what I'm saying? And she used to tell me, she was like, nah, this man got like, like shit together. He got business and shit like that. Like he got his shit together. So it's like you have a lot of people that have different stories and that have different paths. He gets a, a good PR, whatever the case may be, a good agent. They get him in a movie, a, a, a good show. You know what I'm saying? This show is, is big. So now he's acting in BMF as one of the one of the characters. Okay, now he gets known again. So if he released music now, people be like, oh shit, that's Lil Zane. You know what I'm saying? It'll connect. So uh, like I say, it's called show business. So a lot of times you'll see things get redirected. You may see um, 
a, a basketball player starting to try to make some music. It, and if you think about it, most basketball players, a lot of basketball players don't try to make music, but it doesn't really transition over like that. So some of them uh, are retired, some of them are, are go into acting, that do all these different things just to get to what they really, really want to do. You know what I'm saying? Look at, I mean, look at Tyrese. Tyrese started off uh, singing on a Coca-Cola commercial, but he ended up venturing into modeling, and from modeling, he went into acting, but still stayed with singing. So what a company would do if you end up signing to a company, only thing they do is just find out all your talents and find out what it is that you that you you know good at, and they try to draw a story around that. So when you see it, when it seems like somebody blew up overnight, or you see a, a challenge, and in, it seems like somebody did something incredible, ninety nine percent of the time it was all planned out. I don't know how many times I've been to uh, open mic events or showcases or competitions, or anything like that, and I stopped going to those. You know what I'm saying? Or at least like if I ever get invited to them now. I always just keep it in keep in mind that I know I'm not probably not going to win. You know what I'm saying? And that's not me being negative. That's not me, you know, down in my manifestation. That's me just keeping it real because a lot of these things be rigged up like that. And you got to keep in mind it makes sense. You know, if you are sponsoring an event and you're trying to promote your artists because a lot of these places that sponsor the events are labels or partners or, com- or companies to a certain extent that have their best they have their interests in mind but they know in order to promote what they're trying to do they have to gotta mingle with the people so for example i just uh i was performing with a, with my homie or whatever um i was on a song with him and he wanted me to come perform this spot i just like to case out places and stuff like that but i was like you know what you know this 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 the homie so I'm gonna ride with him on this, you know what I'm saying? I'm just featured on song as, as the, on the chorus, so I ain't tripping anyway. I ain't like, I ain't like I gotta really do no real work. So we get there, and it's exactly what I'm talking about. It's a labeled, sponsored event, and they have all the artists there. You know, the artists got all the, you know, got the good look. They got the camera and everything like that. And you know, the the person that's running the event gets up and says, you know, in one sense, he says it's a competition. Another sense, he says it's not a competition. Um, but we know essentially it was a, it, it wasn't necessarily a competition, but it was a way to promote their artists by way of inviting other artists to perform. The whole goal was to promote their artists. So in order to promote their artists, they said, all right, let's have a showcase but we know that we can't just have a showcase with just our artists because, you know, they're not big enough yet. We're trying to get them big enough. So this is what we'll do. We'll have, a, we'll have an artist showcase and we'll let other artists come in and we'll mingle our artists in with that. So whatever fans they have, we can try to, you know, get that. And if they get some fans out of it, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? But our main goal is to focus on our product. You know what I'm saying? It's not that far fetched to think. And that's exactly what happened. You know, the competition going on and... Of course, the people who they brought in are the people that won the competition. You know, they had one guy who they say wasn't affiliated with them, but he was definitely affiliated with them because everybody came on stage and was shaking his hand and they knew him and was calling his name and stuff like that, rapping his rapping the words to his song and shit. You know what I'm saying? And he's the one that won the competition. So the point that I'm getting at is a lot of times you have it be situations like that. Now don't get me wrong. That 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 one percent is there is a chance because I won an event before, 
that I ain't know the promoter, nothing like that. I ain't, I ain't know the promoter from fucking two cans of paint. So there is a chance. That's why I said 99% of most things is scripted, okay? But that 1% is a slight chance that something actually could just be on the whimsical and you just literally got lucky. But a lot of things that people are seeing, uh, a lot of little um, shit, even couples, you know, a lot of the couples that you see, a lot of the people that, that you might think that are single, or, you know, a lot of the stuff that's going down, you got to understand that the things that you see is controlled to a certain extent. And I'm not talking about on a, I'm not talking about on conspiracy theories level. I'm talking about on a business level. We're talking about the first layer. We're not, this is not a, a quick drop about some conspiracy theory shit. No, this is a quick drop about just show business in general, you know. A lot of times people just hear show and they focus on the show part. They forget that it's a business. They forget about marketing and all the other things that come in line, advertising, all the other things that come in line when it comes down to a business, okay? It's called a business for a reason. It's called show business for a reason. So you will see situations like that. You will see um, songs getting out. Granted, you know what I'm saying? Like I say that. The, situ- the situation with 10% and the, uh, the dollar for dollar song or the dollar for dollar challenge, that falls on the PR team because they were supposed to either get that song taken taken off and re-release the song or like it's it, it was a lot of things they were supposed to do before they, before they pressed that button and said, oh, we got our winner. Because if y'all winner is somebody that y'all already got signed, then um, bro, what the fuck? He didn't go. He didn't go do the challenge. After you know, what I'm saying as an artist, no, he did the challenge as if he wasn't signed, and he did the artist. He did the challenge as if he was just a regular fucking person. Okay, so people gotta understand this is show business. So don't feel offended. Don't feel bad. That's why a lot of these challenges I don't really get involved with. Now, if I get annoying emails like I usually do, I get uh, for the um, can we talk challenge. I kept getting DMs like, oh, you, oh, you going to get involved? You going to get involved? And I'm like, I don't do this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, you know, I, I buckled down. I said, fuck it. I, I, I do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but a lot of the challenges I do not get involved in because I understand what it is. It's a marketing campaign. You know, who knows? Somebody could have bought the masters to Can We, uh, Can we Talk. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if, if you know shit, for the past couple of years, it's always some can we talk information coming up. Like the year before last, uh, um, Tevin Campbell was basically saying that the song was kind of like a uh, like a stalking song. You know what I'm saying? And then a year later, we get the can we talk, or two years later, we get the can we talk challenge. So who knows? Somebody could have brought the masters to the song and they're just finding different ways to market the song because it doesn't make any sense. It's just random. You know, and people got to understand, no, there's no such thing as randomization when it comes down to show business. Everything is controlled. Everything is scripted down to the crate challenge. You know what I'm saying? Everything is strategically put out there and placed out there to market to you because you are a social experiment. And like I say, this is not conspiracy theories talk. This is just some straight up business talk. If you're trying to sell a product and you're trying to get it in in as many people's hand as possible, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna strategize to get it? And sorry, I'm fucking. <sighs> anyway, um, 
if you if you got a product and you're trying to get it into people's hand, how are you going to get it into people's hand? You know what I'm saying? What are you gonna do if you know that you and, and if you know it's the it's the shit? Even if you don't even it, even if it's not the shit, you're just trying to get it in people's hand because you know in order to get it in people's hands is so you can get your money, right? So how are you gonna get that product out there? What what are you gonna come up with? So that's all that's all that these companies are doing. You know they sign an acts and stuff like that, and they finding out that the act does this or the act does this or they or they does that. And they're trying to find a way to build around it. You know what I'm saying? Hell, you might... I mean, think about it. <laughs> think... Just really, really, really look at how many different... How many artists are the same and different at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Even down to the... Even down to the fucking names. Even down to the, the, the style. Even down to the, the style of the song. So, if all these artists are pretty much the same, how can you sell your product differently? What can you do to sell your product differently? When Lil Nas X probably came to them, they probably was like, bro, we got to figure out something. And they probably went down a list of things and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to have to just say that he's gay or something. And that's when they just went with it. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, all right, shit, I'll do it. Because you can tell he's put on an act. Whether Whether if he's gay or not. It shouldn't fucking matter, but the fact that he's going out his way to make everyone uncomfortable, and I ain't gonna say everyone, but the fact that he's going out his way to make, uh, uh, I can't say straight people are uncomfortable because not all straight people are, are uncomfortable by the situation. But the fact that the that the, the point that I'm getting at is he's going out his way to make some to make uh, anyone anyone that's uncomfortable uncomfortable. Anybody that has a has a, a a niche about it, and I'm not saying he because of course he's not running this, his he's not controlling his damn the show, you know. What I'm saying? I try to tell a lot of folks like, okay, don't don't badger him like that because he's a young man that don't even know what the fuck is going on. He think them people love him, but the same way they build you up is the same way they'll let your ass fall. So I feel bad for him because when they get tired of him and when they get running ragged of him. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no telling how they gonna do him. They gonna leave him out to dry. So I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that he's not actually burning bridges and nothing like that. I, I'm, I'm hoping that he, you know, got his shit together and understands that this is all an act, and that he has to have a, has to have a life after this. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's like, and that, that's probably why it has taken me so long to, to, to be mainstream is because there are so many things that I'm not going to do because I still have morals. There's so many things that I'm not going to do just for a check. And then a lot of these folks are not even getting a check. They're getting the idea of a check. A lot of these folks ain't got no money. They can't go into a store and buy whatever they want. They have to get permission to get some money. Okay? So don't think that somebody just got it and they got this and they got that. No, these motherfuckers are fucking pretty much paid slaves. You know what I'm saying? I need you to wear this. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this. And you got to think about it. They found the person that was at, at his lowest. Like they, they love to do. They find somebody at their lowest and then they're going to offer you all kinds of shit. And you're going to do it because shit, you are at your lowest. So understand that this is show business. Do not forget about the business part. So the things that you see, understand that's the first part of it. That's just the top of the cake. But you can't just look at a cake with white icing and assume that it's a vanilla cake. You can't look at a cake with white ice and assume that it could be it could be a chocolate cake. It could be a lemon meringue cake. It could be a strawberry cake. 
You have to cut that cake and actually look inside of it in order to know what kind of cake it is. You ain't got to taste it, but you at least got to cut it in order to see what's inside it. So when it comes down to show business, show business is like a white cake. Show business is like a, a, a cake with white icing all over it. You know, you don't know what kind of cake it is. You don't know if it's just a pound cake with vanilla icing. You don't know if it's if it's frosting on top. You don't know what the fuck it is. It could be a strawberry cake with, with, with cream icing on it. It could be a fucking blueberry cake. We don't know what the fuck it is. It could be any fucking thing. But the only way to find out is to cut that cake. And when you cut that cake and you see the inside, the inside is business. The outside is show. The things that you see is show. The inside is business, okay? So when you see certain things, understand you got to, if you are interested, you got to dig inside, you got to dig deep, and you got to say, oh, okay, I see why this was set up that way. And then you got to keep it moving. Don't get caught up in these fucking stories. You either got that choice or just ignore it altogether. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really don't be caring. You know what I'm saying? But I know it'd be a lot of folks that actually give a fuck about this shit. So I take it amongst myself and I say, you know what? I'm going to do a quick drop about this. Because I need to talk to the people. Because a lot of folks be thinking this stuff is real. Reality is not even reality. Like, you you, you, you know people really thought Flavor Flav, I mean not Flavor Flav, but, the, uh, well yeah, Flavor Flav, but they, you know people really thought the uh, Flavor Love was real. You know, people really thought that I love New York and all that other stuff was real. These VH, VH1 shows was real. You know, people really thought that that divorce court was real. These things are not real. All this shit that you see is fucking scripted. And I hope I'm not overstepping anything. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying to let people know that the things that you see, it's all just the, just, just the part of the cake. But don't be offended. Don't be upset. Don't stop watching. And, and you know, if it's a show that you like, like I remember I had told somebody something and I can't tell them exactly what I, I can't say exactly what I said about what show I said. But I was like, hey, you know, this is this is fake, right? Them motherfuckers really was upset. And I said, damn, you you that caught up in drama that you you just got to be it's you got to see somebody else drama or whatever to, to, to make you like, what is it? What is it doing for you? And I said, but the stories is real. You know, you're just not seeing whose story it is. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. You ain't never seen half these folks that you be seeing on these things. You ain't seen these motherfuckers walking down the street. And some of these folks be from the same neighborhoods you, you, that, you, that you claim you're from or they claim they're from. So, like I say, when you see the cake, don't just assume that, you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's just a vanilla cake. No, cut that motherfucking cake because the, the, the front part of it is just the show. Once you look at the inside, you see business. Now, it's, 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 on, it's on you if you decide to eat that motherfucker at that point. If you decide to eat that motherfucker and you live that life and you just get all involved in that, that is all on you. By all means, that's all on you. I just need people to understand that, hey, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? When y'all see more challenges like that, that doesn't mean don't try. Because I said it's still 1%. So you see somebody say, I'm putting out a challenge like that and the person that got the best challenge, I do this, I do that. Don't, don't get yourself feeling all... You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I ain't going to do it because so they going to. Nah, you still do it because at the same time, 
You're still promoting yourself. You're still promoting what you do. You're still promoting your brand. So you still got the opportunity for that aspect. But all I'm saying to you is just don't get upset if you lose. Don't be surprised if you lose. Just gain what you can gain from it. You know what I'm saying? And go hard at that. But hey, it's so business, baby. You'll have an opportunity too. And then there's going to be some stuff that they might throw at you that you might not like. You know what I'm saying? It's, it might be some things that they throw at you and say, hey, we need you to get all your fans to start doing this or start saying that. And you might be like, what? You know, what? What the fuck does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be anything. You got to understand, you you are the face of your corporate company. So, me being Avenue, right? I'm the face of Avenue, the Avenue brand. However, if I was to sign to a major label deal, I would only be the face. You get what I'm saying? The people that would be running the Avenue brand would be the label. Depending on how my contract is, I might have a little say-so. But I'm just the face of the Avenue brand. It, it, is that making any sense to, to a lot of you? You got to understand. You just, it, once, you, once you sign a big contract or a big agreement with something, if you don't negotiate the right way, you are just a face. Okay? You just a face. You just the person that go out there and do the representation and you have other folks that do all the branding and saying, all right, we're going to do this, going to do that. So when you see Lil Nas X, understand that Lil Nas X, the person or whoever his real name is, is, is somebody totally different. But the artist and the person that you're seeing is just the face of the Lil Nas X brand. That's not going, that's not coming from his head. Those ideas is not coming from his head solely. Those ideas is coming from whatever company is running his brand it's called show business over enter and understand that man y'all have a wonderful day wonderful night wonderful evening morning whenever it is that you're listening to this man y'all just have a wonderful time you know what i'm saying be be happy smoke a little bit you know what i'm saying joke a little bit and um you know what i'm saying turn up deuces like episodes like this and you want to hear more episodes like this as well as my table talk please do me a favor like and share like and share i'm gonna say it one time like and share um yeah so i can actually drop some more of these all right i thank you for all your support love you have a wonderful day